Salutations. First contention fans, what is going on? Your boys are back in the building. Mark Banks is here, and I got the two colleagues today. What's going on, fellas? Hello, people. This is Stephen Davis, a.k.a. Shed, a.k.a. Striving Higher Every Day, a.k.a. What it do, baby? Yep, messed that one up. What up, Ty? <laughs> hey, this is Ty. You know what I'm saying? She's a boy. She's a boy. A.K.A. Woso. A.K.A. Senior Swerve. A.K.A. Young Luberderm. Feel me? Let's get it. Luberderm. Yeah. Hey, and uh, today, hey, is, uh, today is Trey Day, ain't it? Hey, celebrate Trey Day. Love it or leave it alone. Trey's Ooh, up. There you today go. It's Trey Day, huh? Yeah, today is Trey Day. Yes, sir. Three, three, seventeen. They can't stop me. Yeah. Even if they stopped me. Yeah, Ty is a little bit geeked because uh, yeah. yesterday his Bulls took out the Warriors. Which yes, leads, sir. Which leads us to our transition. What they is, can't stop me. Whoa, what is wrong Even with the Warriors? Even if they stop me. Ty, what is wrong with the Warriors, Ty? All right, so... Ain't nothing wrong with the Warriors. They just miss a lot of shots. Like, they miss... Okay, so, you know what we say. You live by the three, you die by the three. Whoa. Some of us live by the three. <laughs> Trey Day. And, but yesterday, they they effectively died by the three. I think I saw a stat. You know, the Bulls are one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the league. Yeah. And at one point, they had... I think they were, like, four for nine. Something like that. Don't quote me exactly. Uh, on threes in the quarter, and Golden State had hit none. Um, during the last... Two minutes of the game, Golden State only scored two points. And something that's crazy to me, the Bulls have won 18 straight games on TNT. So Mm -hmm. this is a team, even though Tibbs is gone, they still got that grit. They play up to really, really good competition. Mm -hmm. Um, You've seen it historically with, like, all the LeBron teams, whether it's Miami or Cleveland. Mm. And they just play down to the bad competition. But last night was lit. Yeah, they really did play down to their competition. Uh, Steve, what's wrong with the Warriors? Oh, yeah, Katie, I forgot. What's wrong with <laughs> yeah, the Warriors? Thank, thank you, thank you, Ty. Well, it turned to be about my team. K- yeah. KD's hurt. Yeah, thank you, Steve, for going the obvious. Up, thank Martin. you. Yes. Uh, thank you, Steve, for having your own microphone. Oh, yeah. This is the part where you thank me. Oh, this is the part where you thank me. I know. Shade. Yeah, you can hear Marvin yeah, speak up in, the, in, the, in, the, in the background. Uh, but anyway, so the Warriors, obviously, they're not on the same pace as they were last year as far as, you know, having the best record in the NBA, even though they got a, a somewhat of a better team because of Kevin Durant. Especially up top. Um, Defense-wise, I don't know, because I feel like Bogut was a good piece for them as far as, like, defending the rim. And KD was kind of stepping into that role this year. So him being hurt. It's going to affect them a little bit on the defensive end, but on the offensive side, it's going to be the same old, same old. They're going to, they're going to have the opportunity to put up points. It's just a matter of fact if they're making shots or not. And last night, they weren't making shots. I do feel like they still going to hold the reins as the number one team in the West and win that division. Uh, but it's not going to be as easy. And KD will be back. I mean, he only he only sprained the uh, MCL or meniscus. Was it was MCL? Yeah, he yeah, only sprained the MCL. I did that before I was back in two weeks, so I kind of feel like, you know, he'll be straight in another four nah, weeks. Not superhuman like you are, Steve. Man, KD, he'll be all right. But it don't matter because 
if they don't win the championship, all this is for nothing anyway. So, True. so the million dollar question is: so KD is probably out to the playoffs. Can they still hold on to the one seed? I think they're three games up from San Antonio. Yep. But Steph and Clay have not been Splash Brothers. They've been, ooh, they they've just been bad. I think they're shooting twenty percent from threes over the last three games. So. They have not been playing well, so can they hold on to that one seed? I think so. I think they can work their way back to get their mojo. Uh, obviously, with KD not in the picture, it gives them more shots. And shooters going to shoot, and eventually they're going to find their rhythm. So I kind of feel like they'll be straight. Ty? Um, yeah, I'm not going to worry about them. As far as the one seed goes, like you said, they're obviously not on that pace. They, they're already they've already lost eleven games. Yeah, I think the biggest issue is without KD. Even though those shots are going around, you have to kind of get back into that that rhythm that you were last year when you didn't have KD. So I mean, I think it's just going to be a quick little process. They'll adjust when the playoffs come. They'll be just fine. But as far as a one seed, I mean, this this is still a very very good team. With the you know with so for my own personal rooting interest, I want San Antonio to get the one seed now. The Warriors are on a lengthy road trip right now. Uh, so, you know, they... They was in Chicago last night. They bro. was in Chicago last night. I think they go to... Um, I think they go to New York next. So they're on, a roll for a, they're on a roll for a while. I want them to get the two seed. And you know why? Guess who's the seventh seed in the West right okay, now? Okay, Exactly. Oh, that will be the number one rated first round playoff series Ever yeah. better than Dallas and Golden State, better than Denver beating uh, Seattle, uh, the Seattle SuperSonics at eight being a one seed again. That would be the ultimate matchup. And remember, Westbrook said he has something for Zaza after uh, he stepped over him. So in my rooting interest, that's that's who I want to see in the first round. That's fair. I mean, it sounds like a good matchup. But in reality, OKC ain't You're so right. They can't. They can't deal with them. So yeah. it's like this. It's gonna be a, a, a probably a sweep. Now, now things have changed. Exactly. You know, we had a little All Star Week, and mm-hmm. you know, Katie and Russ had like it kind of seemed like a forced moment. But you know, it yeah, seemed that like shit was fake. It went down a few notches, and you know, Taj is on the squad. Dougie McBuckets is on the squad, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, well, hear me out now. KD is going to be out into the playoffs. Now, am I saying Golden State by any means would be OKC in the series? No. To the no, no, no. But they would make the series interesting. Like you said, Ty, they got Doug McBuckets. They got Taj Gibson. Um, they might be the biggest in terms of lengthwise team in the NBA. And we know that's one of the Achilles heels for uh, the Warriors in size. So, yeah, that's true. And and that's the funny that you mentioned that because now we kind of think about moves that were made at the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest moves is obviously Boogie Cousins being traded to New Orleans. Yeah, now, but, because of that move, everybody's already putting them in the books as making that eighth seed. But chemistry is a big thing in the NBA. Like you gotta. Even though you got superstars on your team, you got to be able to, you know, gel and, and do that quickly, especially if it's the second half of the year and you're like four four or five games out of the playoff spot. They got to figure that out quickly if they want to make the playoffs. 
Um, you know what's bigger than chemistry? What's that? Talent. And outside of Boogie Cousins and Brow, and I guess Drew Holiday, you can't name another New Orleans Pelicans. That's true. That, pay, that, that, plays that is team absolutely true. I can't even name their coach. Alvin Gentry. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I can name their coach. <laughs> there you go. He just came from... But then, yeah. but yeah. think about this though. So, like in the West, obviously the Clippers they didn't make any moves to make themselves better. Nope. And they get demolished by the Warriors every year. Yep. The <laughs> the Spurs they always in it, and you know Kawhi Leonard is having another awesome year. Um, it's a matter of how Lamarcus Aldridge and Paul Gasol were going to step up in in the playoffs. In my opinion, I feel like that's going to be a big big thing for them. Um, but other than that, it's like everybody else is is a is a is a shooting. I mean, you you can't you can't guarantee a win for anybody else. But the Warriors are, are the Spurs. So here we go once again, another year in the West where you top heavy fucking Western teams, oh, oh, and, and we ain't got nothing else. We ain't got nothing else to really kind of you know spark our interest, maybe. Maybe besides OKC playing with the Warriors, but even no, that, no, even that, they're not gonna win. No, I mean there is a lot of interest in this. In this, playoffs. it's different than the East, though. No, I, I think in the West. So, you, so you have teams like Golden State and the Spurs that are the two best teams in the West, hands down, mm-hmm. right? But you also got teams that can give them a run for their money. Who? You can't, you can't Utah. You can't count on Utah. You can't count on Houston. You can't count out. I can count out Houston. You can't count out oh, the you Grizzlies. Oh, you a hater. You can't count out Houston. I'm going to count out the Grizzlies. They can't, so. out, they can't outscore everybody. Man, Not listen, the Warriors. Hey, listen. Listen. Them dudes jack up 73s a game. Yeah. Maybe 80. I know I might be exaggerated, but it's close to that. Um, if those dudes get hot for four games, let's say they hit 33s in a game. Like, yo, that's all you need. That's but, all you need. Defense wins championships, bro. I'm not talking about winning a championship. And playoffs, you got to play some good defense. Hey, you could take away that three point line, but Houston, either they shoot threes or get to the free throw line or get dunks. That's that's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But I mean, there's still compelling, interesting lines. Now over to the East. Now, now there are no compelling lines. Uh, Okay, all right. Okay, (laughs) I think there are. (laughs) Where? I don't think it's as top heavy as you would think with the Cavaliers this year. Even though Cavaliers have made some good moves, and, you know they they keep getting players that get buyouts and all of a sudden yeah, you know, they, they team. make no moves. They waited for them to become available. <laughs> hey, so you know what, Steve? You they shot on the clearance. Clearance, right? Two for one. Yeah, uh, you know. You know what, Steve? You are right. There, you know, the East isn't top heavy. The East is just one team. It's Cleveland versus the field. Uh, I don't know, man. Like yes, yes and no, yes, but ultimately yes. no, bro. It's yes, like it's like a, it's like it's like a super. It's just a, it's just give a big me. super tease. It's I just, all a tease. So give me so give me a team that you guys honestly feel that can compete that actually can give the the Cavs a run for the money. I, I told you ultimately it's a tease, man. Yeah. You, you got Boston. You got Washington. Everyone. Whenever someone like has an uptick in their their historical like playing people like oh this is the year or especially in those two cities but at the end of the day I mean come on just because you get a regular season victory doesn't mean you can do it against the best team in the conference for at least four out of seven so who has so which team I think has the best shot of knocking out the Cavs Chicago oh my god (laughs) no (laughs) I doesn't believe that I, I feel like honestly this is my opinion. I feel like Toronto made some 
pretty decent moves to secure their defense, and that's huge for the for for you know second half of the season in the playoffs. Okay, you know, bringing Ibaka, bringing uh, Tucker in that helps with their bench, that helps with their front line. Um, Lowry's hurt right now. Yep, mm. but. When he come, if he comes back the way he's been playing this year, they have a legitimate shot to give the Cavaliers a run for their money, and that it kind of depends on how Kevin Love comes back for the Cavaliers, and they waiting on J.R. Smith too, so they got other pieces that they're trying to get, you know, get everything together with. But I feel like Toronto made some good moves and some con- convincing moves to kind of give Cavaliers a little bit of a notice. Now Boston, I'm 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 just tired of Boston. <laughs> They, they got all these picks. They got all these opportunities to make some big moves, right. and they never do it. They just want to sit here and wait on potential. And I'm just like, potential is not going to get you anything in this league right now because it's all about getting superstars. And you can't groom superstars because nobody got the patience to do so. So you got Isaiah. You could have got Jimmy Butler. You could have got Paul George. You could have got Andre Drummond. You kind of got some type of big move to help solidify another player besides Isaiah Thomas to score and kind of lift, lift the burden for your team. They play good team ball, but they don't have enough to beat the Cavaliers, at least not this year. And they could have, but the Danny Age is thinking about the future. So, but how much longer are you going to do that? So I agree. I, I believe that um, I believe that the Celtics had a prime opportunity to get Jimmy prime. Butler, and I would have I would have easily given up those those uh, New Jersey Nets picks and Jay Crowder or Avery Bradley or whoever else you want to throw in there. Poor Jay Crowder, he's so tired of people throwing his name. Yeah, out. he is. But I mean, you you know you gotta accept the fact. And with someone like Jimmy Butler, who's in the prime of his career, Beast. who's playing outstanding basketball for Beast. the Bulls, I mean, to pair him up with Isaiah Thomas. To pair him up with Al Horford, who's I'm not really a big fan of, but to pair them up together, now I think you have a, a team that can go out there and really compete. Now, I don't think Toronto, because I think they're guard heavy. Uh, I think Serge Ibaka is you know, a seven-foot guard that just likes to shoot threes. He's not the same rim protector. He's not the same defender. He's that, about the same as Kevin Love, though. No, actually, he's about like three inches taller. So, but I'm saying as far as how they play, actually, Kevin at least gets goes down there and boards. But to me, I don't see a team that that can beat the Cavs this year um, in the East. I should say, Washington gave them a, a run for their money, but that's what it was. It was a run for their money. So Washington ain't ready yet, but they're getting there. I don't know, man. I don't know. You got to do it more than one year for me, man. Yeah, that's true. You got to do it more than one year. You can't be good one year, now all of a sudden, it's oh you gonna make it. You gonna make that big jump? I got to see some more from Washington first. I got to see some more from their other players, some from their role players outside of Wall and Bill. So I got to see it from them. Yeah. Uh, so NBA Finals. Do we change our picks? Is it War uh, Warriors Cast Part Three? They said there's never been a part three in the history of the finals, which makes this so much more intriguing. Is there anyone that's going to spoil the table? Spoil the Spurs. Room? Spurs can come out of the West, bro. Yeah. I kind of feel like some something crazy going to happen, and KD going to get all the blame for it. 
And I'm just gonna laugh. Oh, why? Because my dude Westbrook gonna be laughing too. So, alright, so MVP right now. Oh, yes. Good conversation. Alright. Obviously, James Harden is killing it because his team is third in the West. Yep. But you can't discount Westbrook. He got 30 triple-doubles right now. Yep. Bro, He's averaging a triple-double. Yep. There's no way I can't give him MVP. Understand? Ty? Jimmy Butler does more for oh him. Oh, my God. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Honestly, I, I feel like by default, it's got to go to Westbrook. What he's what he's done, what he's doing hasn't been done, you know, since the big O, and he's doing it honestly. And a shorter, like a lot of times, like sometimes by like the start of the third quarter, he already has a triple double. Yeah. Um. So he's doing it uh, not only these crazy numbers, but in like crazy amount of time, and he does. Everything for yep. them, and so a lot of times, what the argument was for LeBron, obviously he's like the best player in the world, or whatever. Woo! If he leaves his team, he left the Cavs. What they won like nineteen games or such. Yeah, they're like he is the most important player. When you look at Russell, not in terms of, not only in terms of the tenacity he brings, like the stats that he piles up, um, the charisma. Man, if you take him off that team, what do they look like? Yeah. So I think that that's about as close as you can get to like LeBron unless you're thinking about AD and, and his teams you know so here so here's my argument I think that Westbrook is putting up a great season ain't no doubt about it um, if the NBA has something like the NFL for best offensive player how they for do sure. it That'll would definitely break it up it would definitely go to go to Westbrook but to me I think MVP this year, in my opinion, James. It, it should go to it should come down to two people. LeBron and someone a lot of people that a lot of people are not talking about is Kawhi Leonard. Um Oh wow. Um from the things that he's doing with the Spurs. So now, not James Harden at all? I will put I will put James Harden up there. I would put James Harden third. And the only reason I would put those two ahead is because those two teams have better records than the Rockets. Um you look at LeBron. I think I read a stat that the this year the Cavs have won four games with LeBron out of the lineup. So they're like four and something. That's every right? year, bro. Yeah. So that tells me the importance of LeBron. But and if you take away Kawhi off the Spurs, what are they? I mean, he's the best two-way player in the NBA. I mean, his his move sets aren't you know his move sets aren't like. Kobe or anyone, but his move, his offensive moveset, his repertoire is just growing. He already got the defense, but now he's developing into that that go-to player that can get you yep. 25, 27, 30 a night, but also shut you down and only give you, you know, 10, 15 points a night as well. So, mm-hmm. to me, I mean, that, that brings high value to that. Here's the issue with that argument. You can't fault Westbrook for not getting injured. Westbrook's the type of dude who's just not. Good. No, I'm not. I'm not faulting Westbrook for not getting injured. But here's what I'm saying: You're is bull. that yo, he's a, yo, he's an animal. I'm saying he's he's a pure pit bull. But his team is only seventh in the West. Like they're only the seventh best team in the West. So even only about team, like a half a game or yo, something like that. Even if his team is that bad and the numbers that he's putting up. I, but he has to put up the numbers. For I, I value win. winning. I value winning more. And you take those two players off their teams. Them teams, 
The Spurs would probably be in the playoffs. I don't know if the yeah, Cavs would. The Spurs would be the all Cavs right. probably would be in the playoffs, too, but they'll be mm, a lower seed. I disagree. In the East, they'll be a lower seed. The Spurs would be in the playoffs, but they'll be a lower seed. It brings me back because, like, we had this conversation before, and I kind of want to bring it back up. You already mentioned this. LeBron is not on the team. They only win, like, four games. And I've said this before. Kyrie is a great player. He's a great scorer. But he is not the leader, and he is not a, a, a guy that will lead you to some victories. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look at the years before LeBron got there, Kyrie was doing the same stuff he's doing now, and they didn't even make the playoffs. Yep. They were in the lottery every year. Yep. So, mm-hmm. the, the same – I feel like if LeBron, ain't <laughs> on that, if LeBron ain't on that team, I still feel like they wouldn't make the playoffs. Now, we talked about this last year, and I'm just bringing it back up just because I kind of feel like that should be stated because LeBron – does so much for that team. The same thing can be said for Westbrook. The same thing can be said for James Harden a little bit, but I kind of feel like with James Harden is more so about this system that is perfectly fitted for him and the players that he has around him in this system that kind of make these three-pointers makes it a little bit more, you know, inflated as far as his stats go. But to me, it's either LeBron or Westbrook because of the impact that they have on the team. And if you take them off, it's like their team is not even a playoff team. I would, like I said, I think the Cavs would still make the playoffs. I don't. The Spurs would still make the playoffs if you take Kawhi off that team. But he just brings so much to the table. I don't think he gets the love and recognition. Um, but you know, let's pivot. Let's make fun of a team. Let's make fun of Sacramento. Um, you know. And everybody didn't beat this trade over the head and everything like that. But what did y'all let's not let's not talk about the New Orleans side. What did you think about Sacramento giving up Boogie for I don't even know what, what you even call call that. They got Buddy healed. And they got bamboozled. That's what happened. Look, they got man. hood they got hoodwinked. It was a culture move. That's what Vladdy Devox said, right? Don't forget Vladdy. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ty. This is what I remember, I remember if I don't know what talking about, then he snitched on himself and talked about how he had a, a better deal leading up. Man, he just... I'm pretty sure it was so many people uh, offering him better deals, but I think he just was ready to get him out the table. You know what get I'm saying? Get him out the table. Boogie. Obviously, something was wrong with the relationship there. He didn't even know about it. He had found out on a press conference, like, oh, right. really? I got <laughs> that traded? <was> hilarious. <laughs> Man, New Orleans is a great city. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy. But I mean, think about it. You gave up. You give up a, a, a top ten NBA talent for a first round pick and Buddy Hill. Yeah. Like I don't care what culture he brings or they got Tyreek Evans back. What culture he brings <laughs> and everything like that. You gotta get more out of that, man. You got Boston could have gave you something better than that. I know. Uh, who else? Boston well, probably knows too. L.A. Uh, you know the Lakers could yeah Lakers. they were one move away. Magic Johnson wasn't there yet. Yeah, that's how come they got very fired. good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, what? Where do the Kings go from here, man? They can only go down. Up. Actually, they've been playing well, but at the end of the day, come on, you're the Kings. It's just like a it's like a black cloud just over your franchise. They haven't been good since. Last time they were good, Weber. Yeah. 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 Luda almost sat king like Chris Webber. Yeah, pretty much. Word of mouth. I was in, yeah. but they oh can be. God, that was a long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Here's, here's, a, here's the thing about the Kings, though, which is very interesting to me, and I've always 
thought about this. They when it, moved to Seattle? No, when it comes to <laughs> like fan engagement, they're like number one in the NBA, bro. You more, gotta be good at something. More so than the Warriors because of how they engage with their fans from a social impact and from a fan engagement impact in the game. Yeah, I mean, that's, so that's great. They have, the, they have the fan base to build a great team. It's just now, now it seems like they're hitting the reset button. Um, I don't know what they're doing as far as like what they're gonna do with picks and things like that. They got Willie Colley Stein, they got Buddy Hill, they don't have, Mac Macklemore. I don't know he getting traded. Uh, they still got Rudy Gay. I don't know. They got they some hurt. pieces to trade. They don't have what? Steve, they have no pieces to trade. Who's gonna trade for that? I don't know, man. Bucks. You want Jabari Parker? So. Oh, man. And that, listen, man. We didn't say nothing. <laughs> At least you asked the question, I answered it. At bro. least my city keeps our teams and I move out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but honestly, those moves are usually best for those players. Pretty much, I guess. Uh, New Orleans makes the playoffs, yes or no? Yes. Timberwolves. <laughs> Steve doesn't even believe that. I actually do. Get off the bandwagon, Steve. No. You heard it here first. When's Zach coming back? Zach's not coming back, is he? Yeah, for the ACL. whole year. So, but they play. They've been. They won like eight games okay. since uh, January. Okay. They won eight games since wait, January. Wait. That's a good thing, Steve. It's they're like two months. They're like eight and one in the last nine games or something like that. Okay. All right. Someone. Someone. We need to fact check. Yeah, that. We'll, we'll fact check. That they're one. only three games out. Alternative fact. Yeah, and alternative and fact. guess who's ahead of them? Sacramento. And Denver. Uh, isn't Portland, New Orleans ahead of them? Too? No, Portland's behind them right now. Mm-hmm. And New Orleans is behind them. Well, I still don't think the T-Wolves get into the playoffs, but anyways. Well, this wraps up another episode of the Final World Podcast. Please check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. So for the ears, for myself, fellas. Man, it's been a minute. We miss y'all. I hope y'all miss us too. Steve's having a baby, everybody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Baby boy on the way. Yep, baby Adonis is on the way. No, Adonis. Don't say that. Oops, too late. It's already on the podcast. Steve, that, that is not the name. But, huh? S- Nothing. I see what you did there. <laughs> I see what you did there. Hey! We'll holler at y'all later. Deuces. <laughs>